for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we're back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a returning special guest. We have Natalie Otto. How's it going today, Natalie? I'm doing great. How are you, Tom? Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really excited to have you back. And when you reached out to me, has it been a month already since you last reached out? I think it has been, yes. Yeah, because I (laughs) know we were originally supposed to do this like two weeks ago, and then I had to reschedule. And so we rescheduled it for this week, but I think it's been about a month since you reached out to me and you said you were releasing a Christmas album. And I was really wanted to talk about that because you don't see a lot of, or a Christmas EP. Um, and you just don't see a lot of independent musicians doing that. So when you brought that up, I wanted to jump on and talk about it and yeah so because awesome yeah i'm happy to talk about that thanks um so the christmas ep kind of wasn't really going to happen um but i i was in nashville recording some other songs um and i had gone gone back to my hotel room from like a full day of, of recording and I was like, okay, let's just decompress a little bit. I think on my guitar and I was just trying to write some stuff. Um, my producer, Justine Blazer was like, you know, if we're gonna do some Christmas stuff or if you even are interested, um, that stuff usually gets recorded in like April and May because, you know, by the time July and August comes around, you wanna have that really recorded yeah. in case you're gonna try to, you know, submit it for, you know, sync or anything. So um, we did, we, I just was tinkering around and one of my Christmas songs, um, Six Pack for Christmas, is kind of a, showing a playful side of me, I guess, because I tend to be a little more um, serious and thought-provoking in my lyrics. And so this one is just kind of like, you know what, I can have a little bit of fun too. So that one is more of like the, the corny side of me. And then the other one, It's Christmas is Christmas, is the typical standard holiday sound that you want to hear like you know jingle bells and it's just like the happy up uppity up type of of feel there and then i did a cover um elvis presley's um blue christmas okay i really love kelly clarkson's version so um it's kind of kind of like that but i have my own spit on it so so those three songs will be coming out in mid-november probably around the 18th of november Gotcha. Awesome. And so you said you recorded those in Nashville with uh, Justine Blazer? I did. Yes. It mm-hmm. took me, I had her on the podcast. I want to say it was about a month or so ago. And I, after talking to her, I realized how many musicians that I've had on the podcast and will have on the podcast work with Justine. You know? Yeah. She's, she's great. She's yeah. amazing to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, okay. And then you started talking about her. I'm like, well, mark off another one, you know. <laughs> There's a whole lot of us, yeah. yeah That's good for her, good business for her. Yeah, absolutely. So you record, 
when did you'd mentioned that you wanted to, or it was brought up to have it recorded or the Christmas EP recorded by July. Yes. Had you started the recording process before the pandemic hit or were, was this kind of like a pandemic project that you were? No, I did. I, it was right when things started shutting down. My last time down there was in March mm-hmm. before the pandemic, before everyone took the pause. And that's mm-hmm. when I got it all recorded. And so we lucked out in that respect um, because I had written this stuff back in January, February, and mm-hmm. then came down to get it done in March. And so, um, yeah. That's got to be really weird. To, so you write, you write it what like last season, which makes sense because you're kind of in the mood sure. of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So you write it then, but then Christmas season kind of ends and you're getting ready for Valentine's Day and like spring, you're getting into that spring mode. And it's like, oh, we got to jump right back into Christmas because this yeah. is going to be like a whole three, four month process of recording, mixing, mastering so we could have it submitted to stuff by July, August. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a never ending thing. And I it is a never ending thing. I, I had understand. to channel my uh, Floridian, I guess a little yeah. bit because, um, you know, in Florida, it doesn't snow down there. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like, okay, um, one of, well, the one song um, six pack for Christmas, we, we took it to that level and kind of threw in like a beachy vibe to it. <laughs> just, just to add a little bit of, uh, an extra element of twist in it. So yeah, I hope, I hope everyone just takes that one lightly, I guess, just supposed to be a fun song. <laughs> was this something that you always wanted to do was release a Christmas like EP? No, it actually just kind of came out organically because um, when I was down there in January recording, um, like you said, it was the end of the Christmas season. And I guess I was still, riding the tails of that and you know it's still cold and cold enough where you kind of still get that chilling feeling and so you know I feel like Christmas lyrics are kind of magical anyway when you're Mm -hmm. thinking about like snow falling and fireplaces warming you up and you know the whole holiday spirit of it um so that both of those songs actually were written fairly quickly you know there need to be some fine-tuning once once you get the lyrics down but for the most part they just kind of like came came out pretty easily yeah absolutely. and um so you've been staying completely busy since the last time we had you on the podcast we mm-hmm. had you on during the beginning of the pandemic right i'm trying to remember now it, uh, it, a good, yes i want to say it was because we were um and that's when Destination Hot Mess came out. Yep, there you go. There, I was sitting here, I was like, what was she promoting? Sun, yeah. let, let, uh-huh. let me process this. But yeah. you've been staying really busy, you know. I, I mean, I guess at that point, um, the Christmas EP was already kind of recorded and probably in the mixing and mastering phase of things. But yes. you also released a new single last Friday, right? Last Friday? Last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, called My Day. What's the uh, story behind that? Sure. So My Day was written with Randy Barnett um, from MC1, Sony Orchard, and Justine Blazer. And the idea for that one came because I had gone to Justine and had asked her to see um, kind of like the backside of how a song is produced. I've always gone into the studio and the track's been like pre-done for me. So I just go in and lay my vocals. And I was really, really curious to see 
you know, how does this all come together from writing the song to having the musicians come in and, you know, add their magic to it. And then, you know, then I come in and just slap my vocals on. Um, and she's like, well, if you're interested, you're already in town. Why don't we see if we can, can write a song and get the guys in here that day so you can see them kind of noodle around with it. And then if there's time, then you add your vocals before you leave. And I said, yes, that would be awesome. Let me, let me sign me up for that right away. So we ended up doing all of that within an eight hour period. And, you know, I didn't feel that any part of that was rushed. It all just kind of unfolded organically. And I loved, I just loved the feeling of seeing something from start to finish. And it's something that I had a hand in and throughout the whole process, whether I was just listening or, you know, making suggestions for lyrics or, or whatever. So it was an experience that I'll never forget because I've never, it was like so fast paced, but it just seemed like every step happened the way it was supposed to happen. Um, I don't think that happens very often, you know, for everything to work out perfectly where you see it. I bet it know, happens. Nash I bet it happens more often in Nashville than you'd think. Probably, probably. But, you know, being, being so new, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, to have the, the right chemistry with people and to get the song done in a couple hours and then to have everyone come in. Now the musicians were like spot on, you know, mm -hmm. like you said, oh, yeah. you can't talk Nashville musicians. They come in, they do their thing once or twice and you got to yep. get your out. You're good. You're good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say, because while you're sitting there telling that story, I was like, oh, this sounds very much like Nashville. This is very Nashville. Like, <laughs> Nashville is so set up to, you to could literally something. walk into a studio with no idea for a song. And at the end of an eight hour day, leave with a mixed mastered yes. song in your hand. In your hand. Yes. So it was, it was super fun. Uh, like I said, something that I have never experienced like anything else before so um yeah i was i was glad to have a taste of that because like you like you said i'm sure you know that's that's how nashville is but it's yeah. good to see it firsthand so for my day is that leading to like an ep or an lp or are you just kind of sticking with the single right now i think i'm just sticking with the single right now i feel like i've been doing a lot of those lately just trying to get my footing and you know um, I'm hoping that in 2021 that my collection of all these singles is, you know, maybe going to be, you know, yeah. put onto an album. But yeah, not not quite sure yet. Gotcha, gotcha. And then, so what have you kind of been doing to push yourself throughout this pandemic? Because back when we first talked, the pandemic either had it had just started, so we didn't really know how long this is all was all going to go on, but how have you kind of been pushing yourself creatively throughout this entire i've been taking advantage of a lot of online courses and a lot of reading doing a lot of reading just to kind of like feel some creativity um yeah the courses mainly in like artist development and songwriting just because i feel like you can never have enough you know help with songwriting there are so many good books out there and so many people that have kind of paved the way before me so you know, learning from them is just kind of eye-opening and inspiring in and of itself. So I've been doing a lot of that um, and it's been keeping me busy. I feel like I, I'm thirsting for so much more and I just don't have the time in the day to, yeah. to do everything Cause, I want. Because you're also a mother, correct? 
Yes, I've got three kids, three girls. Mm-hmm. Keeping you busy. Oh, they sure are. <laughs> Especially right now when, well, I, I don't know, in Maryland, are the, have schools opened publicly? Like, are, are they going to school or are they? Uh... Well, our county in particular, um, we are, our, I guess our county just announced that um, parents can choose whether they're going to stay virtual or go hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will begin mid-November is when that's going to start. So whatever you choose to do. Um, Yeah, so for now, the girls have been learning from home, which has been a lot better than I thought it was going to be, that's for sure. But, you know, it's still difficult. I I feel like they definitely need to be in a classroom as opposed to, you know, seeing someone behind a screen. But it is what it is. Everyone needs to do what's comfortable for them, and we're making it work. (laughs) It's so strange to think that we're already halfway through the – fall semester of school it's like where like it started off where did the year go and now it's just kind of like no seriously where did the year (laughs) that's right yeah it's just one of those things where it's just like dang okay yeah june Mm -hmm. 17th by the way was when we had you on last i I wasn't okay yeah i was was like i that's gonna annoy me the rest of this interview (laughs) really want to know so well 2020 can just go away i would be fine with that let's just start fresh yeah my thing on that is we've grown like live and amplified in general just looking at it internally very selfish like (laughs) we've grown so much in the seven months i've been we've been in lockdown just like from our followers to our interaction to our engagement you know that's great congrats across the board and we're doing things that I never thought we'd do. I never thought we'd be doing podcasts through the internet. Like that was cardinal sin number one in my book, you know, cause like originally for the podcast, it was, no, we've got to um, do it face to face in person, or there's no point in having the conversation. And then we got put in a lockdown and it was like, I got to do something. Adapted. I, I got to do something. Cause we can't sit here for possibly three months, six months, nine months and not do anything or we're going to die. You know, like yeah. there's no way we're going to get anywhere. Yeah. So then we started doing the podcast or, well, I mean, we'd been doing the podcast, but somebody told me about Zoom. It's like, Hey, try it. I tried it. I was like, okay, cool. Here you are. Yeah. Great. It's going all right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like I don't want to say, let's race 2020 but let's get through it as quickly as possible (laughs) well we're almost there man i mean i can't believe november's just around the corner and then once you hit that holiday season it's like there's january it's just like click click you got this 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 every starting probably mid-november you've got parties and well this year i don't know how it's going to go but you know yeah, I bet those will probably yeah. not be happening as much. <laughs> but what what I do like about working remotely, though, right now, is that I could pretty much work from anywhere. And I think starting, like, we really start to slow down into the second week of December, and then we're pretty much dead until, like, the middle of January. So I'm thinking about 
going and visiting my parents because they'll be down in the Florida Keys for winter. Nice. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I know you guys are like staying on your boat, but do you have room for one more? Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, might give it a try. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you totally should. Now, in Texas, does it get super cold? Well, I guess you said in the 30s at night, but it, does it snow or? It does. I'm trying to remember last year. I was. I don't think it. If it does snow, it doesn't snow that bad, or it's not like. Memorable, yeah. Yeah, it's not really measurable. But then again, when I was living in New Mexico, which were kind of on the same parallel as where I was in New Mexico, there were a couple of times where we'd just get a freak snowstorm. Mm. Or like, they called it a once in a lifetime storm, but it's not once in a lifetime when it happens every year for three years straight. It's not once yeah. in a lifetime. Um, so I, I have a feeling we have the ability to get snow. But it just, it doesn't always happen, you know, especially, and it's one of those things where it'll still, like, even during the winter, uh, midday, like, say, mid-January, by noon, it's probably 50 degrees. Like, it doesn't ever really get, like, that cold. Yeah, well, that's nice. Yeah. And it's like, that's why I moved here and didn't go back to Chicago. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Chicago can go somewhere during the winter brutal brutal <laughs> really really is so um once again thank you for jumping on the podcast what's kind of your plan are you already working towards your next body of work or are you just kind of writing where, where are you kind of at creatively right now yeah that so i've taken a pause with production for a little bit because i feel like i did quite a quite a lump sum from the last time you know you and I chatted um and I'm going to take a pause to kind of hone in on my craft and yeah think think outside the box and you know really have a chat with myself again and you know write from from you know experiences that I've had which is I which is what I feel like I do anyway so it's it's more or less I'm taking a pause from production working on my artistry and um educating myself on songwriting and trying to I'm actually trying to collaborate more too I guess I should add that in there too um co-writing is something that I would really like to start doing more of since I tend to um write a lot by myself which you know could be because of the pandemic or you know could be just because I haven't found you know my crew yet so mm, trying to work on that so I think that's what I'm going to be working on for the next few months. And then hopefully, you know, once the holiday season is over, then I'll be able to pick back up and yeah. right where I left off and introduce yeah. some more songs for everyone. Yeah, that's always the weird part is when you release, like right now you're kind of releasing music. Or your, your next body of work is going to be in the middle of November. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah. Because we're <laughs> middle of a holiday season in the middle of a pandemic right like what am I going to do and it's like unless you have the ability to kind of record yourself you know you're you're kind of stuck but yeah. um, you, you mentioned trying to find kind of your tribe and your 
your creative community. Is that something that you don't ultimately see doing in Maryland or do you kind of see yourself migrating more towards Nashville? Like where, where do you kind of see? I feel like I'm open to wherever, you know, I'm a member of NSAI. So I feel like, you know, you can connect with people from all over the place using, using that avenue. And I just, I just feel like I haven't, I haven't found that yet in my groove in that yet. And it's available to me. I just need to, you know, be vulnerable, I guess, and just put myself out there. So, you know, I feel like that's, that's me holding myself back because, you know, not knowing how to enter those waters very well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm open to it. I feel like, you know, a lot of good things come out of co-writing, you know, sometimes two brains are better than one. You just gave me an idea. I have to figure out how to go about it though. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad. (laughs) It's a live and amplified co-writing sessions. I just don't know how to go like setting up something like this and then just bringing in four or five musicians and say here and hashing it out yeah Yeah. that would be fun i just don't know how to make it like or like because i'm all about organization and structure Mm -hmm. whereas i know like a co-write probably is very little organization and structure yeah yeah all right you gave me an idea take the holiday season to think about that tom and maybe you know in 2021 that could be your new baby I'm thinking before the holiday season. Like I, I like okay. to move quickly, but there you go. Yeah, you're you're um very motivated. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Love it. I'm gonna have to write that one down. I'm not gonna forget it, but you know. Oh, <laughs> um, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like this comes at a good time though, because I feel like most people do take a break, you know, around December, January, and then, you know they might be writing over that time, but not necessarily releasing a ton of stuff. So. Hopefully I'm following, following in line with, you know, what the industry is doing. So I'm not one of the people that you don't hear from for, for months and they're like, what, what happened to her? But that's my plan is to, you know, work on the craft, get some songs written and then start producing them again in early 2021. So. Awesome. So as, when you sit down to write, are you very much able to like, okay, I'm tonight, from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. or whatever, are you able to actually settle yourself in like that or are you more spontaneous? Like, what's kind of your writing process? Sure, you know, it's interesting because I am, I'm a type A personality. I like structure and I like schedule and I like all that, but I feel like with my songwriting, if I'm too rigid like that, then I can't, like my creative mind just like shuts down. So while I have to, the interesting thing about all of this and what I'm trying to get at is that I do have to schedule when I'm going to do it because I am a mom first mm-hmm. and foremost. I got to make sure my kids are taken care of. But um, I feel like during that time, if I'm not feeling it, then I'll go and do something else. Or if I'm like really into it and I'm only saying I'm going to spend a couple hours and I end up going over that, then fine enough, whatever. So yeah. um, it's kind of a little bit of both, I feel like, for, for that. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of balance music and mommy duties how do you balance uh, well i feel like music recently has definitely taken a back seat which you know shame on me but um it's just kind of fitting it in early in the morning because i am a morning person i like to get up before everyone's awake and have my coffee and go do my workout or whatever um 
but and usually at night I'll get my second wind when they're all in bed and it's quiet and no one's calling my name and you know I can finally think so I, I just do it whenever I can squeeze it in okay. it's not there's never there's never really like okay this time or this time although I will say usually in the evening is when I'm doing stuff the evening when you have to be quiet and not to wait. Yeah, and I can't play my guitar. No, though I, I still do because I'm off in like a little corner of the house and they can't really hear me. So that's that's nice. But yeah, that's always nice and convenient when they can't hear you. So yes. <laughs> actually, I've had we've had you on here twice, and I'm kind of surprised the kids haven't ever come barging into the. <laughs> I locked my door. I'm like, okay, you're not coming into my little area. <laughs> it's like, mommy. That's yeah. Right, yeah. My husband's pretty good. He, he was very stern with them earlier saying, okay, your mother's getting on the call. Nice. That's, hey, that's always good. And then, um, so what do you kind of do for yourself? What are some of your hobbies away from music? And like, what do you do to kind of? I like to exercise. Um, I, I got into, um, like a Pilates hit fusion type Mm -hmm. class, you know, I will say I've never, ever, ever been one to be able to do, you know, those at home videos. I've always had to like go to a gym and take a class because for me, I just felt like I got so much more out of it. But, you know, at at one point, whenever our area completely shut down, like the gyms weren't even open. And so I had to like for my mental health, if I don't exercise, you know, three or four times a week, I'm just like, oh, me, mommy, (laughs) like you don't want to be around me. So um, I had to kind of get into it and I found, I found like a series that I really, really like. So I've been kind of doing that on my own and I'm impressed with myself that I've kept with it because like I said, I'm usually not good to do those things by myself at home, but I don't have a choice. So we put our member- gym membership on hold until some of this stuff clears yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. I've actually started getting into yoga myself. Not nice. so much, not so much for like the, peace of mind aspect of it but just more for like the stretching and flexibility yes. aspect yes. Mm-hmm. but i do find i'm still trying to find like that right time to do it because mm-hmm. if i get up in the morning i'm still so stiff and like just you know not morning, doing it yeah yeah not yeah. doing it and it takes me like 20 minutes just to get warmed up and by then the like the video or whatever i watch is done and it's like oh now i'm feeling good but i don't have time <laughs> You know, yeah yeah but then at the evening i'm so tired yeah it's just like i don't really so i don't know i have to kind of figure out when the, the best right time of day yeah that is challenging for sure for sure i've also been reading some you know i should say a lot more than i've been able to in the past just because we are home and it's amazing you know what you can do with your time at home <laughs> so yeah I've been running through, there's a, there was a couple of articles that I found on Google that say, um, that are basically, it's a top 10 list of 10 books that every musician should read. Nice. And so I've what just, are those? <laughs> it, I'll have to pull it up for you. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, a, like, depending on which one you click on, like sometimes it's more classically trained music or, you know, it just, it just kind of depends. Uh, but so some of them are like there are a couple of autobiographies uh, kind of like for the business aspect of it you know so it just kind of depends but I've been trying to go through those and so I can uh, a put myself in the mindset of a musician even though I don't play music 
couldn't carry a note, couldn't <laughs> if I wanted to, but, um, you know, just kind of putting myself in, in the mentality. Yeah, that's so, good. So, nice. Uh, and considering that I don't read at all, it, it's been really weird. Like, I just, I don't read. I don't, never been into it. Like, when I was in grade school, and it was like, okay, you got a book report due tomorrow. Yeah. You book? What book? You know, because that's forced reading. That's forced reading. It's yeah. and this is for like entertainment and stuff that you're interested in. So maybe yeah. there's a difference. Yeah. yeah but you know, so. Um, but good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. I, so I'm really excited about it. Like, just I, I still don't read like a whole lot. Like, I got friends that'll sit down and they'll run through like half a book in the matter of a couple of hours. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, after an hour, just finishing chapter. <laughs> okay. I think I'm good. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So are, have, has Maryland started opening up shows at all or are they not, or is everything still pretty much closed? Um, out, well, like 50% capacity type thing. There's a, still a lot of outside shows that are happening i've been i've been to um actually my old guitar instructor was performing um around town and so i go to support him and he's been out but you know it's it's outdoor mostly outdoor i don't, I don't know of anything inside that's happening and if it is it's probably like 50 percent you know yeah. type thing so it's happening but not not happening yeah. <laughs> i got a notification for a show that was happening today but it was more like a, a benefit concert, concert for like a family friend that the musician was going to support. And I was like, oh, I've only been in Texas for a year. I've never seen, specifically never seen this musician play and I want to go see her play. But it's for like one of her family friends. It's like a benefit show. And I, it's like, I don't know, like I'm sure they'd welcome me, but it would just be really weird. It's like, oh yeah, I'm just here to see her play for an hour. You know, I, I, I had a feeling that would be weird. And so I ended up not going. And I was yeah. like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, I going through like, yeah, just going to a fundraiser just to see that seemed a little self-serving. So. <laughs> You know, it is what it is. And yes. Here in Texas, they're starting to do a lot more shows. Uh, you know, every weekend they release, um, they'll put up on one of the Waco, Texas music group pages, like a list of all the local shows that are happening. And that's oh, good. growing every week. Like, I don't know if they're inside shows, outside shows, but given that it is going to be November in a week. Yeah majority inside shows so but yeah i hope things start happening here soon i mean i miss live music <laughs> oh yeah it's uh it, yeah I, I just don't know like i i'd go to show i would have went to shows throughout the entire pandemic but that's just me personally and i understand that not everybody's going to do that and they sure. there, there's no need to put on shows because i want shows you know I, I'm not that selfish, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, like you, I, I just want shows to come back to full capacity yes. and, you know, big venue, small venue, doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Yep. But, 
Um, but yeah, so I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know you probably got little kids that are beating down the door and uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, this was a nice break. Thanks for having me on again. It was good to chat with you again. Absolutely. And as always, whenever you have um, new music coming out, let us know when 2021 rolls around and you got a better idea for all that new music. Let me know. I will. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, take care, Tom. It's great to see you. Yep. You as well. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll catch you guys later. Yeah. Cool. That's good.